Welcome to Zichur Dov Simvan Memorabay Ram Goldar, and there is Zechus Yavamas Dov Samach Av, the sixth pair of Kabbalah Bimto. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in a Brisa. Rabbi Shimon used to say, Kibre of the Chochavim in Metamim Ba'ol. The graves of idolaters do not transmit tumah by way of an oil, for it stayed in the Pasuk in Yecheskel. Vaten Soni Tzomarisi Adamatam. Now you, my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, you are Adam. Since the Pasuk refers to Yisrael as Adam, we can learn, Atem Kruim Adam, Veina Ovde Kochavim Kruim Adam. You're referred to as Adam, but idolaters are not referred to as Adam. Since the Pasuk that discusses Tumas O mentions Adam, we can learn that Tumas O only applies to Yisrael and not idolaters. When the Gemara challenges this, based on the Pasuk discussing the spoils from the war with Midian, where the idolaters are referred to as Adam, it answers that was only to contrast the idolaters and the animals that were also listed there. Pointing to the third mission on the Dov states, Kohen Hedyot Oyisa Islandis. An ordinary Kohen may not marry an Islandis. Eloim Ken Yeshua Yishuvanim. Unless he has another wife or already has children. Rabbi Yehuda says that even if he has another wife or children, he may not marry her. Shehi Zona Hamur because she is a Zona mentioned in the Torah who is forbidden to a Kohen. But the Chamim say a Zona is only a Giorz, a Meshukhreis, an emancipated slave woman, or a woman who is engaged in illicit relations. The Gemara brings a Bryce with six opinions regarding who is considered a Zona. Leezer says that Zona is, as her name implies, an adulteress. Rabbi Kiva says Zomuf Karis. It refers to someone who has made herself hefker to many men. Rashi explains that she's not considered a Zona if she just had non-marital relations with just one man. Rabbi Masim and Kharj says that even a husband who has relations with his wife while on the way to make her drink the soda waters, which he's forbidden to do, makes his wife a Zona. Rabbi Yehuda says a Zona is an islandis. The Chami, as we said before, hold that a Zona is only a Gioris, a Meshukreris, or a woman who had an illicit relationship. And Rabbi Lazar says, An unmarried man who has relations with an unmarried woman makes her a zona. And pointing between the next Mishnah states, A man may not abstain from procreation unless he has children. The Gemara infers from here, If he has children, he may abstain from procreation, but he may not abstain from a wife, meaning he still chayv to be married. Rashi clarifies that he needs to be married, but he does not need to look for a woman who is capable of having children. This supports the ruling that Rav Nachman made in the name of Shmuel that even though a man has many children, it is forbidden for a man to remain without a wife, for it says in the Pasuk, it's not good that man be alone. The Gemara says that if he has children, he may marry a woman who is not capable of bearing children. Another nafkamina, whether one has children, is regarding selling a Sefer Torah. If he has no children, he's permitted to sell a Sefer Torah for the sake of marrying a woman capable of bearing children. If he already has children, he's not permitted to do so. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a Bryce where Bishon Baruchai used to say, The graves of idolaters do not transmit tuma by way of an oath. For it says in the Pasuk in Yechezkel, Now you, my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, you are Adam. Since the Pasuk refers to Yisrael as Adam, we can learn, You're referred to as Adam, but idolaters are not referred to as Adam. Since the Pasuk that discusses Tumas O mentions Adam, we can learn that Tumas O only applies to Yisrael and not idolaters. When the Gemara challenges this, based on the Pasuk discussing the spoils from the war with Midian, where the idolaters are referred to as Adam, it answers that was only to contrast the idolaters and the animals that were also listed there. Pointing to the third mission on the Dov states, Kohen Hedyot Oyisa Islandis. An ordinary Kohen may not marry an Islandis. Eloim Ken Yeshua Unless he has another wife or already has children. Rabbi Yehuda says that even if he has another wife or children, he may not marry her. Shehi Zona Hamur because she is a Zona mentioned in the Torah who is forbidden to a Kohen. 
But the Chamim say, Azon is only a Gioras, a Meshukhreras, an emancipated slave woman, or a woman who is engaged in illicit relations. The Gemara brings a Bryce with six opinions regarding who is considered Azona. Leezer says Azona, is, as her name implies, an adulteress. Rabbi Kiva says, Zomav Keras. It refers to someone who has made herself after to many men. Rashi explains that she's not considered Azona if she just had non-marital relations with just one man. Rabbi Masi Harsh says that even a husband who has relations with his wife while on the way to make her drink the soda waters, which he's forbidden to do, makes his wife a zona. Rabbi Yehuda says, a zona is an islandies. Now, come as we said before, I hold that a zona is only a gyoris, a mshukreris, or a woman who had an illicit relationship. And Rabbi Lazar says, asa an unmarried man who has relations with an unmarried woman, makes her a zona. And point number three, the next Mishnah states, A man may not abstain from procreation unless he has children. The Gemara infers from here, If he has children, he may abstain from procreation, but he may not abstain from a wife, meaning he's still chive to be married. Rashi clarifies that he needs to be married, but he does not need to look for a woman who's capable of having children. This supports the ruling that Rav Nachman made in the name of Shmuel that even though a man has many children, it is forbidden for a man to remain without a wife, for it says in the Pasuk, it's not good that man be alone. The Gemara says that if he has children, he may marry a woman who is not capable of bearing children. Another nafkamina, whether one has children, is regarding selling a Sefer Torah. If he has no children, he's permitted to sell a Sefer Torah for the sake of marrying a woman capable of bearing children. If he already has children, he's not permitted to do so. All right, so now we go to our Simon for Dov Samachalaf, and our standard Simon is a saw, and we often use a magician who does the sawing of person in half trick. So here goes. The Jewish magician named Adam, who performed under an oil in a non-Jewish cemetery, when he saw the woman in half trick, didn't work out well, did tricks with a deck of cards with different definitions of a zona on them, for the man who came to the show together with his kids, as well as new wife, who was incapable of having children. Once again, in slow motion. The Jewish magician named Adam, who performed under an oil in a non-Jewish cemetery, when he saw the woman in half trick, saw the woman in half, that must be more off Samachalav. The Jewish magician named Adam, who performed under an oil in a non-Jewish cemetery, when he saw the woman in half trick, didn't work out well, which reminds us, it was taught in the brights where Shimbar Yechai used to say, The graves of idolaters do not transmit tuma by way of an oil, for it's saying the Pasuk, in Yechezkel, Now you, my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, you are Adam. Since the Pasuk refers to Yisrael as Adam, we can learn, You're referred to as Adam, but idolaters are not referred to as Adam. And since the Pasuk that discusses Tumas Oil mentions Adam, we can learn that Tumas Oil only applies to Yisrael and not idolaters. So, the Jewish magician named Adam, who performed under an O in a non-Jewish cemetery, when he saw the woman in half-trick, didn't work out well, did tricks with a deck of cards with different definitions of a zona on them, which reminds us that we have multiple opinions regarding who's considered a zona. So, the Jewish magician named Adam, who performed under an O in a non-Jewish cemetery, when he saw the woman in half-trick, didn't work out well, did tricks with a deck of cards with different definitions of a zona on them, for the man who came to the show together with his kids, as well as new wife, who was incapable of having children. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, A man may not abstain from procreation unless he has children. The Gemara infers from here that if he has children, he may abstain from procreation, but he may not abstain from a wife, meaning he's still chive to be married. Rashi clarifies that he needs to be married, but he does not need to look for a woman who is capable of having children. So once again, the Jewish magician named Adam, who performed under an O in a non-Jewish cemetery, when he saw the woman in half-trick, 
Didn't work out well. Did tricks with a deck of cards with different definitions of a zone on them. For the man who came to the show together with his kids, as well as new wife, who was incapable of having children. All right, so now it's time for our four blah blah chazara. Dafnun zayin. So the simmer dafnun zayin is nose, and we often use Pinocchio in the simmon. So here goes. The Batsua Daka Cohen, who was Makadash Abbasi with his favorite Pinocchio puppet, Pinocchio, that must be learned off Nunzain, nose. The Batsua Daka Cohen, who was Makadash Abbasi with his favorite Pinocchio puppet, and presented her with a dish of truma, which reminds us, on the bottom of Nunvav Amabes, where Boaz said in the Maroshia, Batsua Daka Cohen, Shikidish Abbasi in the case of a Cohen with a wounded or crushed testicles, who was Makadash Abbasi we come to the same Machogs between Rabbi Meir versus Rabbi Boaz and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Meir, who holds Mishta Meir's Rabbiya Batsua Daraisa Loach, a woman awaiting Daraisa forbidden relations may not eat truma, would say she is forbidden, whereas according to Boaz and Rabbi Shimon, who holds she may eat truma, so too, he or she may eat. So, the Batsua Daka Kohen, who's Makadish Abbasi Sral, with his favorite Pinocchio puppet, and presented her with a dish of truma, as her proud woodworker convert father and Jewish mother looked on, which reminds us Rabbi Yochanan asked Rabbi Oshia, Batsua Daka Kohen, Shanasa Basgerim, Maushia Kohen Batruma, if a maimed Kohen married the daughter of converts, what is the luck regarding whether he entitles her to Truma? The Gemara determines that Rabbi Yochan was asking according to Rabbi Yochan Yaakov, who says, A woman who is a daughter of converts may not marry into the Kuna unless her mother is Jewish. Rabbi Yochan was asking, What is the advantage of having a Jewish mother? Is it merely the kashrus, her ability to marry a Kohen, that has been added to her, but not the Kedusha of being part of the Kahal that would forbid her to a Batsuadaka, and therefore she may eat Truma? Or is it the Kedusha of being part of the Kahal that has been added to her, which makes her forbidden to a Batsuadaka, and she may not eat Truma? The Gemara brings a proof that he entitles her to eat truma. So the Batsua Daka Kohen, who was Makadish Abbasi Srel, with his favorite Pinocchio puppet, and presented her with a dish of truma, as her proud woodworker convert father and Jewish mother looked on, did it right in front of a Kohen God who was bringing an Alman Abbas Kohen into his chuppah, even without being Makadisher. Which reminds us, Rav says, Yesh chuppah psuas. There is halachic significance to a Kohen's chuppah with those disqualified. The Kahuna, Rashi explains, that if a Kohen got a brought an Amana who was a Bas Kohen into his chuppah and did not yet have relations with her, nor even was Makadisher, she becomes possible to the Truma from her father's house. The chuppah kinesis be'iladam. If her chuppah is considered as if he had relations with her, but Shmuel says, Ain chuppah psuas. The chuppah has no halachic significance with those women who are possible to the Kahuna. Dafnun Ches, so the simmer Dafnun Ches is Noach Goldberg, the zookeeper. So here goes. Noach Goldberg, Noach Goldberg, that must mean we're on Dafnun Ches. Noach Goldberg decided to never rent out his zoo for a chasna again, when immediately after the chuppah, the chasna insisted his called drink, the mesota, which reminds us, Rav Shesha said, yesh chuppah lepsuos, and that there's a mishnah in sota that taught likewise. When the woman takes an oath, she did not stray while on arusa. Now it cannot be a case where the husband warned her as an arusa, and she secluded herself with the man while in Rusa, but he made her drink after she was in a sewer. For it was taught in a brice of a Nikai Ishma Avona, and the man will be free of sin, which teaches that the bitter waters work if the husband is free of sin. And if the husband had relations with her after she was in seclusion, he's not free of sin, and the waters will not work. Rather, it must be he warned her while she was in Rusa, and she was in seclusion while in Rusa, and then she entered into Chuppah, but he did not have relations with her. So we see from here at Yesh Chuppah So, Noah Goldberg decided to never rent out a zoo for a chasna again, when immediately after the chuppah, the chasna insisted his kala drink the mesota, while her father accused him of acting promiscuously in his house, which reminds us, Robert rejects Rav Shesha's proof from the mission, since it was taught that the sota waters are only effective where the husband has had relations with her before the adulterer had relations with her. Therefore, the Mishnah cannot be correct, for how could an arus be subject to the bitter waters if the husband never had relations with her? Rabbi Barakama answered that you can find a case where the husband had relations with her 
as an Arusa prior to the adulterer in a case where he had relations with her while she was in her father's home. Since the husband acted promiscuously and not for the sake of Nesuin, she's not a Nesua. And since it happened before his seclusion, he is free of sin. Therefore, yesh chupa lepesulo, since it's his bringing her into the chupa that causes her to drink. So, Noah Goldberg decided to never rent out a zoo for a chasna again, when immediately after the chupa, the chasna insisted his kala drink the mesota, while her father accused him of acting promiscuously in his house, and his monkey stole truma from Abbas Cohen, who received a get from her Cohen Yavam. Which reminds Rabbi Yochan Mishraki should disagree in a case where a brother of a deceased Cohen gave the Yavama, who was a Baskawan, a get. Rabbi Yochan holds she can eat truma in her father's house, whereas Rabbi Lakish says she may not. Rabbi Yochan says she may continue to eat it, even according to Rabbi Meir, for here she's only awaiting the rebutting forbidden relations. But Rabbi Lakish says she may not continue to eat, even according to Rabbi Lezer. And Rabbi Shimon says she may eat truma while awaiting forbidden relations. This is only where he has the capacity to entitle a wife to eat truma in a different circumstance. But here, where he gave her a get, he does not have the capacity to entitle another one to eat truma through this relationship, referring to divorce. Dafnun Tess, so the similar Dafnun Tess is a knight. So here goes. The knight, knight, that must be around Daf Nuntes. The knight protecting the Bulgaris in a castle where she was going to marry the Kongado, which reminds us that this Malchus regarding if a Kongado may marry a Bulgaris, and the Malchus is based on how to darsh in the Pasuk regarding a Kongado, but who Isha Yikach, he shall marry a woman in her virginity. So the knight protecting the Bulgaris in a castle where she was going to marry the Kongado told a young girl who did mun that she was not eligible, which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, A woman who had relations unnaturally is ineligible for the kahuna, referring to a kongado who may only marry a virgin. The Gemara questions why Rav prohibits her to only a kongado, for when a woman has relations out of marriage, she's considered a zona, and is forbidden to ordinary kohanim as well. Rabbi Zer answered that Rav's ruling applies to Ennis, a young orphan girl who didn't mune. Such a girl is not considered a zona or a divorcee to be prohibited to an ordinary kohen. But if she had relations with her husband, even unnaturally, Rav rules that she's not a basula and may not marry a kohen gadol. So, the knight protecting the Bulgaris in a castle where she was going to marry the kohen gadol told a young girl who did mean that she was not eligible, but her sister with the hunting dog was. Which reminds us, Rav Shimbarchia said, kahuna. A woman had relations with an animal is eligible for the kahuna, meaning she may even marry a kohen gadol. This was also taught in Abraisa. Nivola Lamisha Eno Ish, a woman in relation with one who is not a man, referring to an animal, Afopisha Baskila Kashero Kahuna. Even though she's subject to stoning, she remains eligible for the Kahuna. But she explains that she would be eligible in the case when there were no witnesses or she was not forewarned. The Gemur brings an incident with a certain maiden who was cleaning the floor of a house that was attacked by a hunting dog and was deemed fit for the Kohen Gadol. Daf Samach, so the Simmer Daf Samach is smiley face stickers. So here goes. When the Kohen who handed a I make a Chal sticker sticker, that must be more Daf Samach, smiley face stickers. When the Kohen who handed a I make a Chal sticker to the Nambasula, who married a Kohen Gadol, even though she was just a Chayveyase, which reminds us, Ravashi said that Rabbi Yazabin Yaakov and the Chomu disagree whether Yesh Chalal Bechayveyase, whether a Chalal results from a relationship between a woman prohibited by an Ase, such as in the case of a Nambasula to a Kohen Gadol. The Malchok is based on how they darshan the Pasuk, referring to a Kohen Gadol that states, A widow, a divorcee, a Chalala, a Zona, he shall not marry, only a Basula of his people shall he take as his wife. And it's written in the next Pasuk, So he shall not make a Chalala of his offspring among his people. So, when the Kohen Gadol who handed a I make a Chalala sticker to the non-Basula who married a Kohen Gadol, even though she was just a 
Suddenly he needed to be Matami himself for his sister, who was in Arusa and just passed away, which reminds us, it was taught in a brisa, a chosa Arusa, a Cohen's sister, who died as an Arusa, where men Rabbi Yehuda say, he may become Tami for her, was Rabbi Yosem and Rabbi Shimon say, he may not. The Gemara explains how they darshan a pasuk to support their position. So when the Kohen who handed a, I make a chawal sticker to the Nambasula, who married a Kohen Gadol, even though she was just a chayveyase, suddenly needed to be Matami himself for his sister who was an Arusa and just passed away. He dropped all the stickers to the delight of little girl converts who stuck them on their heads like it sits. Which reminds us, it was taught in the price of Rabbi Shimbar Yechai said that a Gioris who converted when she was younger than the age of three years and one day is eligible to marry Kohanim. For the Pusik states in regard to the Midianite girls that were taken captive by the Jewish soldiers, but all the children among the women who have not known relations with a male, spare for yourselves, which means that they may marry them. Behold, Pinchas, who was a Kohan, was among them. The girls were made to pass before that sits, and any girls whose face turned green was above three years and a day, and old enough to have relations. The more clarifies that sits was only used this way to punish non-Jews, but never to punish Jews. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.